Hey guys, I'm Victoria Fuller. Welcome to my podcast, Uncensored Saints. Lizzie Savetsky. So nice to officially meet you. So good in to the meet real. You. I know. Thank you for coming on Uncensored Saints. It's my podcast. I'm so honored to be here. I am uncensored, but I am not a saint. And Certainly that- not. No. <laughs> no, you are. Mm, you literally are. Nope. And that's why you're here. Okay. And well, I can't wait to hear If you say it, opinion. I won't correct you. <laughs> you're like, she said it, not me. I love that. Um, thank you for coming. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having and me. And you look fabulous today. You're in all snake skin. You know, I just... <sighs> Rare. Yeah. Meow. Lizzie, I'm like so intrigued by you. Mm. I feel like I've just been like scrolling through Instagram and TikTok and like I absolutely love you. Well, thank you. Because you're low-key really funny. And I mean, that's not a dick, I promise you. (laughs) Like because you're all these things. Like you're just like you're a mom of three. Like you're a wife. You run a business. You're an activist. Like you do all these things. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, the last thing I would think is that you're hilarious and you really are. Like your Bubby impression. Oh my god, it's so funny. Well, sweetie, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you, I do it for myself. It's, do you? A, it's very much like a selfish act because I get yeah. my kicks from going around and fucking shit up with people. <laughs> like I like to put on my Bubby outfit yeah, and go wig. harass random people on the subway and department stores it just i don't know i get a kick i like it when people get upset by it too i don't i is that weird no it's not weird at all wait like yeah. how do they get upset though i saw this people subway think because people get offended they think that i'm messing with them right and i am so <laughs> i mean i understand but i think in, in new york people are just like not down to right. be a part of your humor everyone's like kind of serious in new york too yeah people They're are like very uptight so I think it's fun to just kind of like poke them and Mm -hmm. see how far I can take it before I haven't gotten you know physically assaulted yet as a puppy but I'm waiting (laughs) on that wait okay as to start it off can you just do like a puppy impression though and for those who don't know Bubby is like her grandma impression, what I would say is like of a Jewish grandma, right? Yes. Bubby is the Yiddish word for grandma. I love that. And, you know, stereotypically, Bubbies are very pushy. Mm-hmm. They're not uh, the most agreeable. So <laughs> yeah. my Bubby impression would be like, when you're getting married, oh, what's that smell? Oh, it's you and your rotting eggs. Are you ever going to give me any grandchildren? I can't stand it. I'm just going to die alone. So it would be like that. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you know, because I I think like you, like I was raised in the South to be very polite. And so Bubby says all the things that I want to say, but I can't say to people. And it just gives me a license to be a dick. I wasn't expecting her to do that. I'm sorry I didn't bring the out. It's easier for me when I'm in the full Bubby. No, I love it. Are you kidding me? It is like a little awkward to see you doing the Bubby impression, but in like your full full python. I'm like, wait, that actually. Bubby would get down with this look though. No, for 1000% she would. She would. Her and Bloomingdale's, are you kidding me? Yeah. Bubby. Bubby likes to bring the swag for sure. No, I love her. Okay, so you said that you're not from New York originally. I'm not. Okay, so where are you from? I am from Texas. Hell yeah. And you're from Virginia? I'm from Virginia. So yeah. we're Southern girls. Southern girls. What's babes? up, sister? Which I, yeah. Tell me more about that, though, because like, I feel like 
as you branch off in the real world, not the real world, but like I'm from like a bubble in Virginia. Yeah, same. You know what I yeah. mean? So it like you're in New York now, but like how how was like your life growing up? So I had or in Texas. I had a pretty stereotypical Texas upbringing in the yeah. sense that I was like a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I competed in Miss Teen Texas. Stop. I did. Did you win? No, I got third runner up. I'm a little bitter, but it was. Yeah. I'm short. I, you know what are you going to do? Like, I can't compete <laughs> with the legs, you know? Yeah. It's fine. I did well in talent and interview, you know? No, you wouldn't. That was a percent. But I killed that. I could, yeah, I couldn't. I, you can't compete. Pick the height. Yeah. I'm also just not very graceful, so, you know. You probably would have done very well in pageants. I could no, see it. I no, I was not a pageant girl. No? I I'm too see- quiet. Really? Yeah. No, I don't believe you at all. No, I swear. I'm very introverted. It's an interesting choice of it's career. It's an interesting podcast. dichotomy, right? Yeah. yeah. So are you like an extroverted introvert? Or? Yeah. I would say that about myself. Yeah. I so definitely, like when you're comfy? Yeah. When I'm like cool with the people that I know, I'm definitely extroverted. But until then, I'm like in the corner or like I go to bed early and I'm like not hanging out with people. I'm definitely not... Like, I feel like you're an extrovert by yeah. nature. I can just feel it off of you. And you just, like, radiate that it. energy, and I love it. I'm just, like, very, like, to myself. That is so funny. But that's why, like, I love being around, like, your energy. How do you handle, like, <laughs> She's like, groups? this is my interview now, bitch. I'm, no, I'm just curious. Like, I want to know. Like, you yeah. – because, like, you've been around, like, all these group – like, large groups. Yeah. Like, how do you handle yourself? Yeah. No, I think for me, I'm just, like, I like to witness everybody else and what everyone else is doing. I take on, like, other people's energy, and so I just, like, witness what everyone's doing. I'm kind of like an observer. That's awesome. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't have that kind of self-control. No, and but you, what I love about you is that you're just, like, unapologetically yourself all the time. Oh, God. Yeah, for better or worse, I guess. No, it's, like, so – I don't know the word, but, like, it's very – um endearing i think well, like you. to like just witness you and like in the flesh too because i obviously follow you on social media and like i just think you're yeah you're amazing just keep it coming yeah you're like please yeah. please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but you, so you're from texas originally yes How? And so yeah so i um Grew up singing on a country music show. Um, and when I was looking for colleges, I was pursuing a career in entertainment. So wow. I actually, you're from Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. Did you look at so Belmont? I, uh, well, yes, but mm-hmm. I was looking at Vanderbilt. I, my parents yeah. are very like classic Jewish parents where they did not want me to just pigeonhole myself into like a career yeah. in entertainment. They wanted me to have a very good backup plan. Right. So they wanted me to, you know, have a degree that could take me wherever yeah. so not just like majoring in music so mm-hmm. um so i looked at vanderbilt and the harvard of the south yeah i love that's vanderbilt, what it is actually babes. oh it's i'm actually applying there no one really knows this but i'm applying there for my secret. mba so but no okay so you were looking yeah so i was vanderbilt. looking at schools and i was debating between nyu and usc wow and when i knew i wanted to leave texas like i did have this feeling because i grew up as a jewish person in fort Mm -hmm. worth texas and was definitely a minority in that sense and it was like my parents did a really good job of raising me with a strong sense of self when it came to being jewish but i just didn't have the exposure to a lot of jewish people or you know a strong jewish education so it was important to me when I was picking a college that I would have access to, like, a lot of people like me. Yeah, yeah. So That's amazing. Yeah. So then you ended up going where? So I went to NYU. So that's oh, how I ended shit. up here. Okay. Yes. So I visited NYU. I fell mm-hmm. in love with the school. 
Um, I just loved, I felt like I didn't really want the whole campus experience. I'm not, I I visited University of Texas a few times during high school. And I was like, if I go here, I will fail out and die because I cannot, I don't have that kind of self-control to like, I would still be at the frat party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I feel like NYU is a little bit better for me because I can kind of just skip over that whole part and like focus on. It's almost Being like adulting and like in at NYU because you're like living off campus. Were you living off campus? Yeah. So all yeah. the dorms are – I mean, NYU's campus is Washington Square Park. So right, right. you don't – even when you're on campus, you don't feel like you're on campus. And yeah. I just loved the independence of being in New York City. And yeah. I just – like I fell in love with it. I knew – actually, like when I visited, I knew that, you know, this is where I wanted to be forever. Wow. I knew that I was never going back to Texas. So. What a, like, stark difference, though, from so being different. in the South and growing up in the South. And, like, I know because, hello, we're in the South, bitch. Yeah. But then going to NYU, like, that was probably really hard for you, though. Like a transition. Yeah. Or was it not? Because you wanted to, like, get out. I think it was hard for me in the sense that I wanted to fit in with, like, the mm-hmm. L.A., New York City, yeah. more mature type kids. And, like, yeah. I remember I showed up to class my first day. And I had worked at Banana Republic, like, my senior year of high school and loved it. And so, like, I showed up in, like, my business casual clothing, you know? (laughs) And everyone was so cool. Mm -hmm. And I I wanted to be like them, you know? And I've always been a chameleon. So, like, I knew I could get it, Mm -hmm. but I just – it took me a minute. And so I was intimidated, I would say, by just the atmosphere of New York City. But I like, you know, I felt like it motivated me to kind of, you know, step into the person I wanted to be. Yeah. So then what did you end up getting your major in? So I ended up majoring in, um, actually, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to be completely straight with you right now. Is it not music? No. So I (laughs) went to the Gallatin School of Individualized Study, which is a very small liberal arts program within NYU. And the reason that I chose it is because I found out that Mary Kate and Ashley Olson were my year and they were going to that program. And I was like, all right, I was debating between Clive Davis School of Recorded Music and Gallatin. I came from like a liberal arts background. I thought my parents would be happier with that. And I was like, you know what? If Gallatin's good enough for Mary Kate and Ashley, it's probably good enough for me. So I applied to it, you know, simply yeah. based on that. I let them do the research and simply do the homework for me. Based yeah, on that. that's it. Yeah, I saw. I got to see their fashions every day. <laughs> I, you know, their security guard waited outside Wait, our class. Wait, you were there in their? I was in their grade. Shut up. Yeah, they dropped out after freshman year though. But I was also in the same <laughs> class as Lady Gaga before she was Lady no. Gaga, and we were very close friends. Got second place to her in our dorm talent show. But she beat no, me by like a landslide. No, you did not. Wait, how? The, how it did was she like Gaga, here? and then like <laughs> Lizzie. No, Lizzie, come on. You weren't that far. Mm, mm, yeah. Wait, what did Gaga do in your talent? She sang like her original. I mean, she was Gaga, like <clears throat> yeah. literally Gaga. I remember like this girl with like this hair down to her ass and she was wearing yeah. her little Converse sneakers yeah. and she sat down at the piano and I come from like, you know, the South, yeah. you play by the rules, you oh, know what no, I mean? Babes, you do not cut people. You don't do anything. No, by the rules. Play, absolutely. so we had a time limit. It was yep. a two minute time limit. She literally sang and played her piano for like 12 minutes and nobody stopped her. And you're like, I was like, all right, well, she broke the rule. Okay. Yes, I understand she's by far <laughs> yeah. the best, but she also should have been disqualified <laughs> yeah. for violating like, the time limit. What is going on here? Yeah, but it's okay. I'm not overly Shout bad. out it's to fine. Gaga. Yeah. We actually love her. We love Gaga. Yeah. She was very nice to me, I have to say. Was she? Very sweet person. Good oh person. God. And you yeah. came second to her. Yeah. We're but, not going to you know. talk about that though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've always like fantasized about seeing her. Um, and you're like, you went over the time limit. Yeah. I mean, I have beef. I love you. Um, your astrological sign. Oh, I'm a Libra. 
Shut your whole ass mouth. Or don't. But I am too. Yeah. What's your birthday? October 7th. What's yours? The 15th. Holy shit. Wow. Okay, I'm much older than you though. No, babes, you're not. Yeah, 85. Okay, 93. Yeah. You're not that much older okay, than me. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. You look like Just you're like, you look like you're 20. It's because I'm married to a plastic surgeon. <laughs> I love you for saying that. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second though? Because you're so open about your faith. And I feel like I am too. Yeah. And whenever, whenever like someone sees that I'm doing Botox or like something like that that's changing my appearance or like how can you love God and then like you were yeah. born that way. You should love yourself but yeah. also get Botox and like love Botox. Yeah. So you're so open about that. Can you tell me a little bit You know what's interesting? That? My husband is actually writing an article right now about women of faith. Mm-hmm. who want aesthetic plastic surgery. Did you know that the number one city for breast augmentations is Salt Lake City? You're and kidding. It's the Mormon women who want to wow. look hot for their husbands or hot for themselves. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, when I think of aesthetic plastic surgery, I don't think of it as, you know, any different. You're taking the canvas that God gave you and you're doing what you right. think will put your best face Board, you yeah. know, and I think it's like we put on makeup. I don't know. How is that any different? Yeah, and and I know it is a little bit different because you go under the knife and stuff. But I see what you're saying, and I appreciate you saying that because I always like I don't like get surgery like every year, but I don't care if you do. Like if it's it's if it's yeah. what you want to do, it's like your per- personal preference. But that doesn't mean that you can't love God. Well, here's what I have to say: I take issue with anyone who judges anyone else's. Yeah you know, way of being a religious person because the only person, the only one that can judge is God. And so for you to tell me what God wants for me, how do you know? Did God tell you? Because last I checked, prophecy isn't still happening. So I believe that nobody can judge your choices and everyone's relationship with God is their own relationship. And so for them, for somebody to tell you what is and isn't okay yeah. is, you know, not acting in a very Christian way, if I do say so myself. Well, honey. It sure ain't Christian know. to judge a stranger. Isn't that a country song? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> no, it's so I'm true, Jewish, though. but. No, yeah, but, I but just, you get it. And that's the thing, too, is like, I like struggle with being so open about my faith because people are like, are you a born again Christian? And I'm like. I was only born once. I was, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not like reborn to be a Christian. Like I've always been a Christian. It's just like I'm choosing to be more open about my faith because I want people to be able to relate and to not feel ashamed to be like, I have my faith, but I also like fashion and I also like to get my nails done and I also like to get Botox. Yeah. Don't judge me. I think it's so hard when you're in the public eye. Right. To, I mean, you're obviously going to get opinions from unsolicited opinions. It's just how it is. But, you know, what I try to just tell myself with those kinds of comments is, you know, I know that I'm living my truth and living, you know, my, if something says something that is very triggering to me, a lot of times I'll look at that and I'll ask myself why that is because maybe there's more to unpack there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I feel like it's nobody's place to. Right judge negatively i love that how do you deal with like with the hate though right because i feel like i've received so much of that i know that you probably have too especially like with reality tv it's very easy for people to look at you and think of you as a character Mm -hmm. or like to be like i don't really know this person like let me judge them and 
I know you do a very good job of acting like it probably doesn't bother you because I see your life and you're just like so happy. But does it ever get to you? Yeah, it does. And I'm a very sensitive person. Yeah. You know, I think as Libras, oh, we take on a lot of energy yeah. from others. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're we're always into the balance. So it's like you feel everything. Yeah. And so it, it is hard for me to kind of separate feeling other people's energy from what is actually true. Right. You know? And yeah, for sure. To like filter that out. Yeah. You're like, am I this person? Like I'm not, right? Yeah. I go through that. Yeah. And perception is, you know, just people's perception, but it's not who we are. And I think, you know, I struggled with it a lot more in the beginning, but it's kind of like a muscle you exercise and it just starts to bounce off. And you get to a certain point. I'm curious if you're if you have this too, where it's almost liberating because you're just like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says anymore, because you get to a point where like, it's just, you know, that you're going to get negative backlash no matter what you do so you're like whatever i'm just gonna do what i want okay yeah no i've gotten to that point too where i'm just like i'm not fully there where i'm just like free and don't care about everything but i've gotten to a point where i'm very comfortable with who i am right and that i can just be like this is who i am and if you don't like me or accept me that is not a reflection of like my self-worth totally and i feel like i used to take that on so much and be like oh my gosh this person doesn't like me or this like negative comment like oh my God, I must be this terrible person. or yeah. And it, it, that's not the case. Truly, it's like probably somebody on the other end is dealing with their own shit. Yeah. And so they're taking it out on you or they like feel affected by something that they read about you and so that they want to like write a mean comment. But that doesn't no. say who you are as a person no. or your self-worth. And I think I am very similar in that. Yeah. I always valued my self-worth on external approval. Right. Yeah. And it's like I would never I have two daughters you know I have a son too but I worry about my girls I would never want them to you know measure their confidence based on some stranger's opinion of them right who may be sick and suffering themselves and right exactly who writes like a mean comment and then like because you or I would never think to write a mean comment I have said this a hundred times I'm like I can't even picture I can't even imagine going to some random stranger's page and being like you're worthless. Yeah. Or like, screw you. This is so stupid. It's like, why take the time out of your day right. to even do that and like just yeah. continue hate? Yeah. And also, too, like something that I saw on like Instagram with you was like, you were getting death threats. Yeah. At one point, mm-hmm. like you and your husband were. Yeah. And, you know, I've gotten like hate and I've definitely gotten like, you should go die, which is <laughs> awful. Yeah. Good but, times. Yeah. <laughs> Right? No, like literally. Um, I'm going to choose life. Thanks. Yeah. No, thank you. But I can't even imagine like I haven't gotten it because of Christianity and you've got it because of your Jewish faith. Yeah. And that to me, I can't even fathom because like people who come at you because of like your skin color or like your religion, I just cannot wrap my head around it. Yeah. It's it's that I was going to say like the. Going from like the haters to this yeah. period that I've been in, mm-hmm. I'm getting emotional even talking about yeah. it, um, where it's, you know, it has nothing to do with me. It's just simply because I was right. born Jewish exactly, and I'm proud of that. And I, you know, this is my heritage. And so the fact that, you know, it's like, I feel like I have hate coming from all sides. I have people telling me you should leave America and go to Israel. That's where you belong. And then I have people telling me. Israel doesn't exist. Why do you promote Israel? It's Palestine. So it's like, no matter what side people are on, 
you know, you're in the wrong. Yeah. It's like, just like you feel like, you know, you can't win. And yeah. um, there's just so much miseducation out there. And I think what it's taught me and like, obviously, my my family is a, has been on this journey with me, like feeling yeah. it all the way. Yeah. And so, you know, the thing that I always am telling my kids is that, you know, nobody is born hating someone. Right. And so how sad is it that these people were raised to have hate in their hearts? You know, this Absolutely. was something they were taught, you know, uh, and that yeah. to me is is the most heartbreaking thing. I mean, they're in a sense, the people who are sending me this hate are victims themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've tried to just like, because it, if I don't reframe it that way, I I can't get out of bed in the morning because yeah. it's it's just so devastating. And it's, you know, it makes me really trepidatious about the yeah. future. And yeah, and it's like, you, you know, you said something like a second ago, you said misinformation. And I feel like misinformation breeds hate. Mm-hmm. And that's such like a humanitarian problem, mm-hmm. like across the board. It's like, there's misinformation and then people base their opinions off of that. Yeah. And then they like breed this hate and they yeah. project it on you. Yes. And like, it's just disgusting. And also too, you're saying you have kids, like mm-hmm. you're raising children in this environment. And like, I guess like my question, my next question for you would just be like, what do you do? Cause you obviously don't want to like shield them yeah. and you want them to know like what's going on in the world and yeah. for them to be like aware. Right. But how do you also like protect they're, you know, like being young and like innocent. Yeah. You know, my 10 year old, I always joke. She's like, is she the one with the Torah corner? Yes, Stella's I, Torah corner. I literally <laughs> love that. She, <laughs> I was like, she's teaching me. A she's like too. a mini adult. She yeah. always has it. She came out that way and she's, she's way more mature than I am. Mm-hmm. She's always telling me, mom, you're being inappropriate. And like, <laughs> she, she yells at me for cursing. Cause I have such a potty mouth. I can't help it. Same. Babe. So, so she, um, so she's hyper aware. Like mm-hmm. she knows everything that's going on. Really? And I'm not able to even like try to shield. I mean, she's just on it. Yeah. And so we we have real adult conversations about these things. And my my younger daughter, who's eight, um, is much more of a kid, yeah. you know? And so, you know, as much as I can protect that innocence, mm-hmm. I do. You know, yeah. I don't you know, in general, I like to let my kids approach me about these difficult subjects and I would never, ever like brush it off or yeah. lie to them about it. I, I'm very honest to a fault with my kids. Like they know that they're both like IVF kids. <laughs> like, oh, they really? know, yeah. Like we were oh very, gosh, I'm very wait, open need, with them. <laughs> we, need to talk, we need to talk about that after. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, so I just, I'm, I'm straight with them. You know, yeah. I talk to them like people, but um, I don't want to like put brain on my my eight-year-old's parade. Yeah, ever, you're like. So. By the way, let's sit down and talk about everything yeah. that's going wrong. Yeah, with the exactly. World so and totally. So usually, it. I let them sort of like steer the conversation, and then you know we that's a we good have way. it. Yeah, so. that's a good way to go about it. Okay, so IVF. Yeah. Oh God. Stop. So I actually had talked to a doctor in San Francisco. I was going to freeze my eggs. And How I'm, old are you? I, I'm 30 this year. Okay. So I'm, I'm 29 right now. And like my whole thing with it was I didn't have a partner. So I was like, I don't know when I'm going to yeah. be like having babies. Like, do yeah. I want babies? It's amazing to have the option. Right. Amazing to have the option. Walk me through that process because I heard it's actually. Let me get a sip of my- <laughs> I don't want to turn any way, anybody away from it, but I heard yeah. it's pretty traumatic because you feel like you're going through pregnancy 
Right. But also you're not – you don't have the baby. And it's like what? A two or three week like uh, retrieval well, process? Doing, yeah. It's – the retrieval I think is two weeks. And yeah. then the – The hormones the, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean it, it, they're so – okay. Yeah. How much time do you have? Because, no, I mean, please, I want to – Because there's um, – I think a lot of people – So like relate. if you're – so for you, if you were doing just the retrieval, it would be like a two to three week situation okay. done. And then – very romantic, right? This is how people conceive these days. <laughs> Um, fertilize I the egg. It. Your husband goes into the room with the porn, and you know, <laughs> yeah, how everyone's dreamt of having babies. No, for sure. So that, yeah, That's and then with a cup instead of you. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I remember actually, my husband was in residency at the time when yeah. I was going through it. In the I've done a lot of IVF. All three of my kids wow. are IVF, but I I've been pregnant six times and had some trouble with yeah, pregnancy wow. loss. So, um, unfortunately I'm an expert in this field, yeah. but I remember like, okay, so he wasn't, a, he had his schedule when he was in residency was so insane. He had to be there at like four 30 in the morning. Right. And so he couldn't get there for the appointment. Mm -hmm. And so I had to bring his specimen with no. me. Yes. And I remember it like I was holding it, like I didn't want anyone to see. And I had it like inside a coat and it like kind of opened a little. And I, oh, oh my God, I'm, no. I'm nauseous even thinking about and it. And you're like holding it's just like, and I'm like, little. we may have conceived our child and you weren't there. I, the whole, yeah, beautiful. No, beautiful. but uh, babies are miracles. We're very lucky. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You bring, yeah, to brought, you, you bring the cum you in the cup. You bring the cum in the cup. Yeah. You bring the cum cup. Yeah, the cum cup. To the station. Yeah. And, yeah. like, can you just walk me through what that process is? Because I think it's, like – So, yeah. So, basically, they have what's called a fresh cycle, which yeah. they don't do so much anymore, which is where after they make the embryo, mm -hmm. they put it in you three to five days after your retrieval. Holy because shit. your body is already, like, in – that mode. The form, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times now, I think they like for people to wait so that their whole reproductive system can take a rest, have a beat. And then so they'll put it on ice. And then a month or two later, you go back on the hormones wow. and put it in, which is a lot yeah. less of an ordeal than actually doing the retrieval because right. they just basically – Implanted in you. Yeah. And then you're good to go. Yeah. So all three of your babies were IVF. All three, yeah. That's crazy. What age were you when you did that? I So I was 25, 25 or 26 mm -hmm. when I did the first round of IVF, which I was yeah. very shocked because I never thought that I would have infertility issues. Like I was a right. baby when I got married. I never, right. I thought, and my mom was always like, sweetie, we're very fertile in our family. She's so, like, don't worry for a myrtle. Yeah, literally. Yeah, babes. She's like, don't have unprotected sex. She won't get pregnant. Won't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's crazy. All those years of worrying that I may be pregnant and. And you're you know, like, and I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. So basically I found out I had this infertility issue called hypothalamic amenorrhea and I wasn't able wow. to get pregnant. And so my girls, my older two are actually twins because oh one of them Wait, what? Cuz they're the same batch. Holy shit. So yeah. But at different times. Yeah. I know. That's but, and they know nuts. it. So my my second daughter tells everyone that she was frozen like Elsa. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love that. And like what a good way for her to describe that. Wait, no shit. So they were from the same batch. They're technically twins, but how many years apart are they? Like they're nineteen months apart. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, they're close. But wow. Yeah, that's crazy. See, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, same Holy batch. Holy shit. It's like uh, 
And they look identical too. Well, they're, now that you're they're, saying that, they're technically fraternal because yeah, but they, they have look to so much alike. Yeah. Yeah. That you like you can definitely tell. Obviously, they're sisters, but now that you mention it, yeah. they do look like brothers. Yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, oh, I think you should do it. I think it's yeah. great. Why not? Like, I agree. You know, I know. Like to go through that process, obviously, it would like suck for a little bit, but like the benefits on the other end are just amazing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you have three kids now. I do. Yeah. How old are they? Ten, eight, and two. So, two. Yeah, my baby is. He's the boy. He's right? the boy. Yeah. He's so cute. He's insane. I call him my baby <laughs> Jesus, which I know may be a little controversial, but we're uncensored <laughs> here. But. Like, Wait, I love he's that. literally my miracle baby. Yeah. Because oh. I had lost three pregnancies in between wow. my middle and him. And so, and I went through like so much with the infertility yeah. stuff. And, and yeah. And then the pregnancy with him was like a fucking nightmare. And yeah. so he really is like our, he miracle completed baby. our family. Yeah. Stop. So no more kids after him or? I mean, unless God made me pregnant on my own, I'm not doing yeah. that IVF, IVF stuff again. again. I feel – I'm 37 also. I'm not so young anymore. And I'm getting yeah. up there, honey. No, you know? you're not. Mm, okay. Yeah. I feel old, okay? <laughs> I do. She doesn't at all. She's saying – Oh, my she, God. Yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> so what are you up to now? You're obviously – you're doing the mom thing. You're a wife to a plastic surgeon. But, like, what are you doing specifically? So – Besides being bubby. <laughs> which is my favorite thing ever yeah so you know i i'm sort of just seeing where life takes me yeah i know that i'm very passionate about doing whatever i can for the jewish people yeah doing whatever i can to bring positive pr to israel Mm -hmm. um those are my passions i feel like there's definitely a void in the representation for that. Right. And so, you know, I do whatever I can to fill it. But my hope is to really just inspire and empower people to stand up for what they believe in and to just yeah. not be afraid because I feel like every voice counts. And yeah. so whatever your cause is, like, I just, I feel like we're, especially in the age of social media, there is mm-hmm. so much negativity, but there's so also much. so much positivity. Yeah. And we have such an opportunity to use this platform to, you know, get exposure for our causes. And so that's, you know, really my goal is to help and encourage people to do that. I love that. And like, that was my whole point of starting a podcast. Cause like when I went on the show, reality TV, I was not given an option of like what my edit was going to be or like how people were going to perceive me. And so my whole thing with this is like I want to give everyone a platform to be able to like give their own story and like tell it the way they want to tell it and not have it be like the scripted like whatever and like what better way to do that than go on a podcast so I appreciate you saying that because it's amazing yeah I feel like I mean what a noble thing to do Yeah, it's really beautiful. No, you You too. I just like I feel like there's so much responsibility that comes with you know, having a little bit of fame, being in the public eye. Um, and so when people actually take that and use it for good, it's it's something to be celebrated because we don't see it that often. No, I mean, look at really all the people don't. out there who are just you know, basking in the glow of their filters. And <laughs> Not that I'm not doing the same. But no, literally. Can we put a filter on this, by the way? Yeah. Is that... Can we just put like a Paris It's filter? uncensored, but is it unfiltered? <laughs> yeah. Can we just put a little Paris? Yeah. Just a little Paris filter. Just a little swipe. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate you saying that. Shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? No, literally, spotlight dog. Um, but you were talking about like sticking up for your Jewish culture and like Israel. You consider yourself a modern day like Zionist. Yes. What does that mean to you, though? Because I don't technically know what that means. Right. And I want to hear. I'm it from so you. glad that you asked yeah. me 
I think it is so amazing when people say, I don't know what that means. Tell me. And it's such a great teaching moment because Mm -hmm. the problem with the word Zionist is that it has been hijacked and it has taken on a meaning that is not true to what it actually is at all. The word Zionist actually very simply means that you believe in the Jewish people's ancestral right to their homeland. And so anyone who believes that the Jews have a right to the state of Israel is a Zionist. And it's it's that simple. Unfortunately, you know, as happens, there is negative propaganda out there with people who have an agenda other than what they're actually saying. Mm -hmm. And they make Zionist into a hateful term. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's important for me to say that I love all people. All I've ever wanted and prayed for is peace for yeah. Israel, for the Palestinian people. I've been to parts of Israel um, in the West Bank where Israelis and Palestinians work beautifully together. And, you know, I've seen with my own eyes what the relationships are really like there. And it's nothing like what we hear and yeah. see in the media and the conflict and the controversy. It's actually so harmonious and right because everyone makes it like this huge i don't know like back and forth or like war basically but you've seen it firsthand and you feel like it's very harmonious yeah yeah no that's amazing yeah it's just not what it's not what people with different agendas want you to think but yeah well that's why you're here is to like shine light on that exactly yeah beautiful yeah and i always say like anyone who's you know out there talking badly about israel you know, I would love to know if they've been because right. most of the time they haven't. And I think it just what one of the things that I, really bothers me is when people are out there claiming to be fighting for human rights and they're criticizing the only democracy in the Middle East, right. the only place where you can be a homosexual and not be persecuted, the only place where women wow. have equal rights in the Middle East. And really, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That's so, um, yeah, and I mean, that's a problem. You don't know because they don't want you to know. Right. So. They make it seem like this. Oppressive. Oh, right. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm here to hopefully correct the narrative. No, I and- love that. And I feel like so many people are going to learn from that. It's an educational moment. Yeah. I mean, even for me, like I didn't know. So yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Happy, to, happy to be able to shed light. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm yeah. schwitzing. Oh, yeah, I'm schwitzing. <laughs> Wait, I want to know, though, so you do, when you, like, do your Bobby impression, Mm -hmm. you give, like, a couple examples of, like, Jewish, like, terms. Yeah, Yiddish words. Yeah, give me a Yiddish word that I, like, need to know. Um, Like, you could say, uh, here's a good one, fakakta. 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 That means, like. Like if the mic kept getting messed up, you're yeah. like, oh, it's so fakakta. It's like a fakakta like microphone. Oh, it's like, like, it's, a me- like, it's, like messed it's fucked up. up? Yeah. Okay. It's fakakta. It's fakakta. Yeah. Yeah. And then another yeah. one that you should use would be, um, I'm trying to think of a good one for you. Yeah. Give me a good one. Um, I mean, one of my favorites is Mishigas. What, what is that? Which means like, I love just like, a bu- it's like a bunch of nonsense. You're like, oh, well, that's such a bunch of Mishigas. That's just Michigas. Okay. So yeah. it's like, what the fuck? That's yeah. It's like, like if your haters are like, oh, let's don't ignore oh, that Michigas. Wait, they love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm using that's a good that. one. I'm yeah. using it. Michigas. Yeah. Michigas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. So I have this segment okay. on Uncensored Saints. It's called The Confessional. And I feel like you're going to be like totally okay doing this. Some people, eh. but tell us one thing that you've never told anyone. Oh, God. Okay. 
It could God, be. I'm such an open book. I mean, is yeah, there anything like, people like, don't know? Okay, should I? Okay, I'm going to give you first one that's not super serious. Yeah. Which is, um, I don't like salad. And I don't like sushi. I know. I'm just, yeah. Wait, I know. no. I don't. I've tried. And I really tried for years to like both of them. Salad and sushi. Because it's like, you know, it's hard to fit in in the world when you don't eat salad or sushi. I'm not going to lie. And, it really is. And I really tried. But like, I finally just like. One day I had to say, like, I just don't like either of these foods and mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to own that. And so I don't, <laughs> I don't, I hate seaweed. I hate the whole thing. Wait, why salad though? It's just like, lettuce. I just don't like a bunch of like cold things in a bowl mixed together. I don't know, it like, grosses me out. It's like, Ooh. Really? Yeah. No, just, no. Okay, now you're kind of making me feel sick thinking about cold <laughs> things in a bowl I just mixed together. Not into it. Not into it. I'm Texan. I like me. I know. Potatoes. You like your <laughs> you know, like you like, like the red southern meat. comfort baby. I do. I know. Yes, sweetie, I do. I love it. Yeah. Okay, oh, and so another what's your thing, serious one. I really don't like Taylor Swift. You're not a Swifty. Okay. Why? Oh my god, now I'm nervous that I just said this out loud. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm like, by the way, if Taylor Swift if you see this, I don't know her. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I like there's something about her she's like always like there's like this humility and like the posture but it like comes yeah. across as very like phony it's like me another award but like she won 12 like the same night I just I don't know I I, like, I, I also like it. I think she's a very talented songwriter yeah. but I'm not a big fan of her voice yeah okay I could see that she's not I feel like she can't sing on key live <laughs> just, like, you like, have one job I love Taylor Swift. Everyone loves Taylor Swift. But I'm the, I know no, I'm but I'm the not weird like one. a Swifty. I'm not like, oh wow, it's Taylor Swift. Like I think her I think her music's relatable just because I've been in a lot of shitty great relationships. So songwriting I can see. Like she's amazing at songwriting. Great songwriting. I can see why you don't maybe appreciate like the voice behind it. Yeah. It's just not my vibe. Is it? I'm more of a gaga. Yeah. yeah. That was my impression. Very good. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> She would like that. Yeah, because I know her. I do, yeah. Gaga, if you're listening to this, we love you. Gaga, if you're listening, Liz from Music Business Class says hi. You're like, hello. Mm -hmm. From Third North Dorm. Yes, Mm. well, of course. Gaga, thank you. She did actually kind of hit on me once. Wait, stop. Yeah. Wait, what happened? She was like going through a little bit of a like, uh, am I admitting this publicly? No. Maybe this is my one thing nobody knows. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. They're just pouring out. Okay. Well, I think she was going through like maybe like a little bit of an experimental time. Yeah. And um, yeah, she she no. yeah, she sort of sent me a, a proposition Instagram message that her and her boyfriend thought that I was cute. They wanted to have a threesome. Um no. What would you say? I was flattered, but I just like um I mean she wasn't gaga yet. If she no, asked me like, now, maybe <laughs> I consider uh, like you're like babes you're not gaga yet yeah i don't know I, no way so she she asked you i think i still have a screenshot of the message somewhere because you know i like receipts oh my <laughs> I don't have God. it on my phone do you have it on your phone it. um yeah but i don't know i, I i'll look I, I holy shit yeah no that's insane i love that it wasn't like an overt it was like right. my boyfriend and i would love to have you over for some drinks for and some penis and vagina and vagina yeah and you're like you're like, yeah, no. So I'm going to get back to you on that. But then was it I think I just sent some parts. And then I ran into her like a few weeks was later. Say, was it like awkward like moving forward from that? I didn't feel awkward. Um, I would. 
I was always very enamored of her talent. So, oh, like, I was very flattered. Okay. But so I still, you were like, like the girl I, I just don't like, like pussy. So <laughs> I was, like, not going to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always say, like, I could be a lesbian, but, like, yeah. I just don't, I'm not into vagina. I'm not into it. Like, but I can I appreciate a beautiful woman. Yeah, same. I, I think women are beautiful. I could do it from the neck up, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the waist up. But, like, touching a vagina is just, like, unappealing. I don't even want to look at my own. You know what I mean? I agree with you. When I was giving birth, they asked me if I wanted a mirror. They were like, some people, like, have an easier time pushing if they can see. I'm like, I don't ever want to see that. Like, I don't want to see it without the baby coming out. Like, you can never unsee that. You know? I feel like that would be so traumatic. Wait. Okay. Let me ask you, too. So, a lot of people's husbands... Yeah. They like like to see oh, that shit. Did you oh did did Ira There is a Jewish he, law. Oh and oh. ladies out there, you can adopt this even if you're not Jewish, that a man is never allowed to look at a woman's vagina with the lights on. So you cannot wow. yeah. So he's not allowed to go down and inspect when the lights are on. You're not husband. but they have to be off. So so every time you guys have sex though, are the lights on or off? Well, I mean, I guess if you want to talk about it from a, a Jewish law stand of point, yeah. point. She's like from a married standpoint, <clears throat> a little different. It depends. Yeah. But like, let's say like there's some downtown action happening. Yeah. Lights off. I would say lights off. Honestly, I would but see, I would I want get that. that. I don't want the lights on. No, I get that because then it's like more comfortable and you can kind of like yeah. be in your sexual zone where you totally. don't have to be like, oh my God, are you looking at my vagina? What does my vagina look like? Did I shave today? Like, did I not? Yeah. It's like very. Um, and by the way, I've been married 13 years and yeah. you still have all these, all these thoughts. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I, mean, I, I felt like maybe they would sort of like taper off after a while. Well, I have them. See, I'm going to be the same way as you because I am the same way as you and also really Libras. Mm-hmm. Holy all shit. All Libras don't want to have all Libras oral want sex the with the lights <laughs> All Libras want oral sex lights off forever. <laughs> yeah. yep. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is great. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Holy shit. Lizzie, I think we can end on that note because it was amazing. Thank you for coming on Uncensored Saints. I fucking love you. I love you too, dude. Lizzie, tell us where we can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Lizzie with a Y, Savetsky. And um, I'm on TikTok. I'm really trying to be better at it. Yeah. I'm not really a, an avid TikToker. Me neither. But yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. But Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, everyone, go now. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you.